1: Hey friends, this week's episode of Let Me Fix It has an addendum before we get to the meat of the episode, so I guess this is technically the addendum to the addendum. But we found out some news about Christina Aguilera that we just had to include. I will also say, this is the first episode of Let Me Fix It that Fran and I recorded, and I was sick at the time, so the audio on my end is a little wonky. We appreciate your patience with that. On to the episode...
2: This week, we are diving into Christina Aguilara's career and what we'd like to see her do next. And then right on cue, it is announced that Christina is producing a, sta- like, the, come on, the stage adaptation of the movie Burlesque. So we do talk about the movie in this week's episode. We do not mention the stage show because, once again, we recorded this a few weeks ago. I know,
1: friend, this is getting eerie. So we did an <laughs> episode about JC, then NSYNC announced they're reuniting for a song. Now Christina has the news that she's dropping on the internet um are we witches or or what
2: i i mean i i keep self deprecatingly mentioning the woo but i think i think that this was us. i need to do this
1: for my career also so
2: uh, speaking <laughs> of uh, let me fix it becomes a hit tv show Ready. one of her shows finally goes to series uh universe okay <laughs> okay so We want to talk about this stage adaptation. Steve Anton, who directed the film, is writing the book of the musical, um, a.k.a. that's the script for any non-musical theater folks out there. Um, And it's going to include songs uh, from the motion picture by Christina Aguilera, uh, Sia, Diane Warren and a few new songs penned by Tadric Hall and Jess Foley um, Bur- Burlesque the Musical the production will make its debut in the UK on a date that is yet to be announced. Alon, what do you think about this list?
1: Yo, I mean star-studded, Sia, Tadric, who's a star in his own right, but uh, Christine Aguilera, one of the people I really right. was stuck on was Diane Warren though, Fran. Her name jumped out to me because I know it, but I mm-hmm. don't know, and I know that she's prolific, but I don't know what she's written, so I did a little research.
2: Yeah, have you heard of her? Okay. You heard of her, right? Yeah, no, I know who she is, but I can't. I mean, I remember one time she was getting dragged on Twitter. Oh, right,
1: recently because uh, she, <laughs> she came for Beyonce. She, <laughs> she, she, Beyonce. she Don't come for the queen. Don't come for the queen. Es- especially
2: when we know you have a resume. Oh, okay. Like you're working. The queen is working. It's good. So, but I can't. I can't. Off the top of my head, I don't think I can name any songs. So she's the
1: ballad queen, right, of the '90s, Mm -hmm. and you know, and also uh, another sidebar: the the Naughties, which is, I guess, what we're calling the early aughts. Did you have you heard of? (laughs) Oh no, (laughs) (laughs) I've heard this today. We're calling the Naughties. (laughs) We're calling the early aughts the Naughties, which does not work for me.
2: That sounds like your underwear drawer. Like, let me come in this naughty. Let me get some naughties out.
1: (laughs) Anyway, so she's the ballad queen.
2: Wait, I just also want to. it and say i don't like using the aughts period you don't like the it aughts. just sounds what what would you call no. them the 2000s The two oh thousands. A- it's clunky it's <laughs> clunky we've got no, oh, the 70s the 80s the 90s the 2000s the aughts the aught, like i i understand that it means like the zero zero part, right but it just sounds wait, who says aught? i say aught I'm. I say it if I'm like we ought to go to this restaurant.
1: Girl, no, <laughs> no. Listen, but this, the like you said, the '60s, '70s, the '80s, the '90s, the '2000s. No, it's it's like the two thousands doesn't scan the odds.
2: Mm, mm. the odds you know what it's giving lazy two thousands <laughs> too many syllables if you ask me
1: <laughs> in the year three thousand whatever that's what's that like SNL anyway so Diane Warren <laughs> okay uh, I want to play a little game mm-hmm. I want to sing this song and mm-hmm. I want you to tell me what person she wrote the song for what famous artist okay okay, okay. I'm going to do my best impression like <laughs> Fran would if Are I you? could turn <laughs>
2: back <by> tra- <laughs> too impressions that was
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> okay that was actually pretty good that was share let me tell you the share you gotta do <laughs> that's <Cher. laughs> yes that's share so that and you have to do Cher. and you have to do the hair
1: oh the hair mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yo I watched the music video I was like share better get it she's so she's a thousand years old and still Cher- kicking. <laughs>
2: Still listen, get Cher, the work is working because okay. because she is time. turn back time. Bitch is timeless. <laughs> she created time. She looks um, amazing. I turn to
1: you. Oh, that's Christina. Yeah, Christina there. Um, easy, easy, how do easy. I
2: live without you. Leanne, Leanne Rhymes. That's live? <laughs> Well you I want to you, you have that cover mm-hmm. thing uh, no, I can't no.
0: <laughs> um. I <do> uh-huh.
2: no. <laughs>
1: Unbreak my heart Oh, Say that's Tony me. Come on, right? She were all this hey, French. <laughs> What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> I have known you for twenty thousand years, and I am I am so impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you, you you have practiced these? You practice these?
2: <laughs> no, no, I just I just know you know what it is i've you said this before it's not that i'm good at impressions i'm good at picking the one part of the voice that i can (laughs) emulate and for a lot of these people it's the cover thing thing. i guess is how you explain it i can't
1: (laughs) it is so fucking good okay wait um and i don't want to miss a
2: thing you know what Oh, oh, uh, Steve, Stephen Tyler. Uh, guns, is that mm. Guns and No, 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 not Guns N'. In... Uh, all I, of those uh, white men, they all <laughs> start to it. blend Aerosmith. together. Aerosmith, Aerosmith. yes. Um, okay, with those big ass lips. Um,
1: because you love me because
0: you love. you were I can, my I can hear strength
1: it. when i was weak strength. you were my voice I when i couldn't speak. Could speak you were my eyes when oh, i couldn't see is? oh
2: the strength is you were in me I don't Celine. i can't I, Oh, she wrote, oh, But if you listen is, to
1: all these songs Which I did for this They all sound, they all sound similar <laughs> I'm like they all have the same like chords or chord structure And the, the phrasing oh.
2: If I could turn to you How do I unbreak my heart Cause I don't wanna miss a thing Because you love me I feel like you
1: just If I gave out Pulitzers I would give one for what you just did <laughs>
2: Remember how, like, at the end of every year, there would be that big YouTube mashup where they would mash up all the songs? No. Did you ever hear that? No. It's like this guy, and similarly, he would take just like every pop song that was big that year and just mash them up, and you would realize they're all the same song. And Diane Warren, I listen. I mean, I could be as blessed to do the same thing over and over. It's just different fonts. (laughs) One is in bold, one is italic. But here's my question, because I know as a Broadway star, Hmm. you are a little critical when it comes to these stage adaptations. Do you think... Do you think that burlesque needs a stage adaptation? The answer
1: is no. No, no. no I mean, listen, not everything should be a musical. Not everything mm. should be a musical. And I think it's – talk about lazy, right? I think it's a right. little lazy to take extant yeah. IP that people know. But and that's just why they do around. it. Exactly. I know. It's it's marketing. It's, a, it's right. They feel like they've hacked – I can name five musicals off the top of my head. Okay, wait, okay wait, wait, wait. Now,
2: now I have a real question. When your, audi- when your audition comes through the inbox,
1: <laughs> girl, I'm girl, I'm getting. I yes, I'm submitting because why? Yes, he needs, job,
2: okay? he needs a job. He needs a job. He needs a job. to turn it down. Okay, so here's the thing. I feel like they will probably do some stunt casting for the Christina role. Yes, right. Like Absolutely. that's similarly with like Chicago where they rotate in yes. different people. I feel like Ariana Grande feels obvious, but you need somebody that can do. Ah! Wait, we could not talk about
1: Christina without you slipping that in. I got a secret. I had a secret. I was like, it's only going to be five minutes before she does it. <laughs> Honest to God. Um, no, I think you're right. Ariana Grande's. Uh... A good choice. The only reason I like, I mean, who is
2: because, will know? Like, you don't won't know what she's saying, but
1: <laughs> there's that. But also, like, <laughs> I don't know how you, who you're gonna get to do eight shows a week, y'all. Like, Broadway is yeah. eight shows a fucking week. And well,
2: that that might be the opportunity to find an unknown talent, right. an unknown talent, somebody who maybe hasn't who's making their Broadway debut. It doesn't have to be a big star. And to your point about the eight shows a week, the stunt casting might be. Just a few nights, not right,
1: right. the full run. Well, and I think it would be smart to put Christina in it as a share part. You know,
2: <gasps> I was gonna say the same. Thing. I mean, that would just be the
1: smartest thing to do, that and have would her be do so like. Smart. So Nicole Scherzinger is doing um, uh, uh, Sunset Boulevard in in um, the UK right now. Oh, okay. and um, my friend Rachel Tucker is going on when Nicole can't. So Nicole oh. only does certain numbered numbers of certain days a week. So they could do that, like have Christina do like a Saturday night or, you know, once a month. Also, let's put a
2: pin in Nicole Scherzinger because... Miss Mom. We not that's
1: a let me go fix going. it. That's a let me fix it. <laughs> because girl, I don't understand. I don't understand why she's not. The voice is she voice? Has the voice.
2: She has the look. Is she I, hard well, to you work You know, with? she don't have the look anymore because the last time I saw her, she was giving mixed race <gasps> woman. I was like, who is that? What do you mean? She got the mixed race uh face special. Oh, she looks face. like a, She looks, I mean, she looks cute, but I was like, it was, it was like, you know what she looked like. She looked like one of Tanache's cousins.
1: Oh, stop it! I hate you.
2: <laughs> and I was like, that used to be a white woman, and now is she what, is isn't she biracial, also, like, Hawaiian.
1: Maybe like the skin is just tanned. I don't know. She's Hawaiian. No, she?
2: it's she, she, she tweaked. She tweaked. Uh, she okay. looks beautiful, but yeah. she looks like a different person.
1: Damn. And now on to the original episode, Christina Aguilera from Mickey to Dirty.
2: Uh, I was gonna say I desperately need new like real headphones so i went to best buy and you were saying what i was gonna say that i can't believe best buy is still open
1: i feel, I feel like they're that all place closed. feels like
2: going back in time <laughs> oh there's one by me and it's like it's like going into 2008 they sell cds like it's 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 so weird well, and the headphones i bought are terrible
1: are they really like did you buy like over ears
2: I bought over ears, but like this is the other thing. All headphones are wireless now, and I, and I'm like I I want regular headphones I can plug in. We are like, old, but these are wireless. I'm we like, are
1: old. I, like this I know. is the stuff that your mother would say to you. <laughs> Why can I find just like no? But
2: it's because I want it for recording. I'm I like know, I don't I want wireless. And I was like, what if I'm a podcaster? <laughs> and like you know like
1: but also i was like
2: like, hi it's
1: the the other thing about wireless though is like i have bose mm, bougie a bose wireless headphones Mm -hmm. and sometimes like you and i will be on the phone and the shit just doesn't work and you're like what is happening like they're amazing when it does work but like so you're right we would fuck up the whole it's like the
0: blue the bluetooth
2: waves or something i'm sure like my microwave sets it off or something i don't
1: the my microwave fucks up my internet (gasps) running my microwave fucks up my internet entirely it's amazing the TV will oh stop. God, the, the podcast will stop. It's unbelievable.
2: The universe is like, sir, make a salad. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I I really think I sound like Barry White.
2: <laughs> you, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I was gonna say let's get it on, but that's definitely Marvin Gaye. What, what? darling? Uh, getting up your little baby. I my voice is so low today.
2: Um, I think it sounds hot. Um. It reminds me, it reminds me of that one time early in our not early in our friendship. We've been friends for a minute, but you were in town and you had been doing CrossFit and you showed up to blockheads and I was ready to risk it all. I was like, I have never wanted to sleep with my friend
0: ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and now you had like a little tank top ta- on.
1: Extra small. Baby gap tank top. Baby gap tank top. <laughs> So I have a random question for you. Can can you spell Christine Aguilera's last name?
2: Ooh, Aguilera. Ooh, ooh, okay. A U G I E L R A.
1: Damn. Yes. I know. I... No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh man, That's the way ha- you
2: responded, I thought I got. I was like, oh shit, did I get it right? Ooh
1: Wait, wait. No, no, no. I, no, listen, no. I, listen, listen, listen,
2: listen. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs>
1: I hate you for that. Uh,
2: let me fix it. Today's Let Me Fix It. Is all about Christina Aguilera. Welcome to the podcast. We are going to be taking a trip down memory lane to rebrand some of our favorite pop cultures, best and worst, and repackaging them for today. I'm Francesca Ramsey. I'm a TV writer, an actress, and a producer.
1: I'm Delon Grant. I am an actor, I'm a budding writer, photographer, teacher. Um, so yeah, we're, we're talking about pops and flops of yesteryear, but today are we are going to begin with one of our favorite topics of conversation friend and i talk about this diva all the time christina aguilera as we said at the beginning um and, and for me Fran, she's arguably one of the best pop divas right but i just feel like her balloon in the year of 2023 is, is deflated like where is she right
2: oh yeah she's so talented nobody can argue that her voice is not incredible but to your point about like her balloon deflating the reality is she's always kind of been in somebody else's shadow, um, whether it be Britney Spears, you know, and then and then there was like a brief moment where there was just like a new blonde pop girl every other month. <laughs> Remember the when they were just aughts. popping them out? Oh, yes. yeah. There was so Jessica Simpson, Mandy um, Moore. Mandy Moore uh, I'm sure there were some other ones. There in were there, Ashley but, like,
1: Simpson. <laughs> they tried to make Ashley a thing. Um, isn't that the yes. era of Lizzie McGuire too? What's Lizzie McGuire's name?
2: Yes, Lizzie McGuire. Uh, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Yes, they. I mean, they were truly. They were giving out record deals in the bottom of like every cereal box. I should have been eating <laughs> cereal. Clearly, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> but Christina, uh, is 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 so talented and so. Our show is really all about repackaging and rebranding. And so we want to look back on Christina's career and then also look forward to what we think could help fix it for her.
1: Because we're enormous fans and we just like want her to succeed. We want her to have her own lane, right? Yes. Music is her lane. Obviously, you guys, we get that. But there's like, I don't understand why she isn't, she doesn't feel as relevant. So let's dig into it.
2: So uh, before we jump in. You know I can do a little Christina impression, right? E,
1: um, do I know? Do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Brand has been doing no. this riff <laughs> since I've known her, and I have to say, like, it's it's so it's so I can hear it right now before you do it. It's so good. Okay.
2: I, the thing I love. I'm sorry. The thing I love about. Us and our friendship is—we can say so much without saying anything. You just took a long pause, and it was just like the shadiest pause ever. Okay, okay. Here's like Christina Aguilera. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of it is oh, i can't even do it voice. <laughs> uh, I love
2: voices, Delan, that, yeah. do you want
1: <laughs>
2: do you want to do you want to do a christina impression oh that God. that was I, that, I, that was yours
1: uh, shut up <laughs> my voice <laughs> is such a mess I can I cannot do impressions. Fran is always being like, "Give me your impression." I'm like, "Girl, you do impressions."
2: Oh my god! Well, that I do that impression because that is my favorite Christina Aguilera song. I loved uh, what that song was whole that? era. I, um, ain't no other man. Hello. Oh, um,
0: I, <laughs> you are so
2: rude. Okay, so look, obviously we have lots of thoughts, and we love Christina's music. So let's. Dig into her timeline. So, Christina Maria Aguilera first arrived on the national scene in 1990 with an appearance on Star Search at the age of 11, and she placed second. Delon, what were you doing in 1990?
1: Oh gosh, I mean, I was, oh, God, what was I crying? Probably um, <laughs> <laughs> crying. Probably um, wanting to play, wanting to play with other kids, crushing on some mm-hmm. boy somewhere. But, yo, wait, okay. Star Search, though, we're aging ourselves. Guys, Star Search yeah. was, like, the first reality TV show competition ever. I mean, it's, like, American Idol, So You Think You Can Dance, Last Comic Standing, all in one. Remember growing up with yeah, that?
2: It really, you- yeah, it really... Yeah, what was I doing in 1990? Um, my parents had just gotten separated and i was also crying i was crying a lot <laughs> um, all all through school <laughs>
0: Wait, i remember so we were learning
2: how to tell time we were learning how to tell time cried the whole goddamn set the whole lesson and to this day you put an analog clock in me i gotta count the whole thing i can't i can't just look at it uh so thanks because, mom and dad because you, your you eyes were, were
1: blurred when you were looking at the clock the tears.
2: <laughs> i was like 5 10
1: 15 20 25 <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> you're in a doctor's office and you just burst into tears because of the clock oh you poor thing yeah so you 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 don't know how to tell time on an analog clock I... is that what you're
2: <sighs> no i don't i mean it's not that i don't know how i just can't like look at it and just tell you what time it is like i have
1: to So you can't tell I time love... on an analog clock
2: no <laughs> <said. laughs> no 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 that's a different <laughs> sentence that i did not say what i said was <laughs> i cannot just look at it and know the time i have to go 5 10 15 12. like i have to I do see. the math
1: i see i see okay okay uh,
2: but exactly. i get there
1: I hear you, actually. Listen, that's what matters. You can figure out what time it is. Okay, continue.
2: Okay, so so we went on this diversion. Let's come back to say that Star Search, we agree, was the OG. And it really put Christina on the map. And then two years later, she was cast in the reboot of the Mickey Mouse Club. And on that show, she was nicknamed the Diva.
1: I mean, even in pre adolescence or pre teen, they knew who she was. They knew. Right? They knew. Um, so, and, and, for anyone who was b- born after 1994, the Mickey Mouse Club was a kids variety show, also starring some of the other famous folks we know in the world. Britney Spears, never heard of her. Uh, yeah. Justin Timberlake, JC Jaze, Harry Russell, Ryan Gosling. I mean, it was a star making show.
2: Yeah. Th- I mean, there presumably were other children on that show, but we don't know <laughs> where they are.
1: <laughs> Maybe we we'll do an episode of it. Never... Like, Let me fix the, the random. Because there was one black kid, wasn't there?
2: There was one... I don't know his name. I have never seen that man again. But obviously, the Mickey Mouse Club casting people, they got something right. They knew who... Like, they could spot talent, and Christina was in there. So... She performed on the Mickey Mouse Club until, like you said, it was canceled in 1994. And then in 1998, I thought this was very interesting, she recorded Reflection for Disney's Mulan. This was before she even had a record deal.
1: That was a jam, yo.
2: That was, I mean, and, and you know what? The other thing I don't think people talk about enough is it really requires a level of talent to have a successful ballad. Like, not everybody can do a ballad as their debut song. Like, you want a debut that's kind of poppy and fun and easy to sing along to, but to come out the gate with, like, this emotional, belty song, I mean, it just really speaks to her talent.
1: You're absolutely right, because, I mean even you post the premise i'm like well who else like maybe whitney even whitney's early songs were like dancey songs celine dion maybe celine dion was like the only ballad singer that could pop well adele maybe too but
2: again these are people who have big strong voices you cannot do a big ballad if you don't have the pipes so christina has you know again we are not arguing about her talent It, it cannot be disputed um and after that song blew up she you know it was really kind of the fast track for her 1999 her debut album came out and won best new artist grammy then she did a spanish album 2000, 2000 mi reflejo and then uh, lady marmalade 2001 which i mean huge song you could not get away from that song and then 2002 Is when I would argue, like, the shit got real for Christina's career. Stripped came out, and I would say this is probably her best album to date.
1: Hands down. Hands down. Like, this is when, like, listen, you mentioned all those pop stars before. Britney, um, Ashley Simpson, Jessica Simpson, many more. She was, like, grouped in those blonde, you Mm -hmm. know, and there were other women who were singers at the time who weren't blonde. But, like, in my mind, we're talking about that group of women that kind of looked the same. And she had the pipes, like you said. But, like, stripped is when she, like, the identity said it, right? It was like, mm. no, this is what I'm, I'm breaking out of that. I'm showing yes. you I am in control of my sexuality. I'm in control of my person. And I'm driving this. And this is what I want to talk about versus, like, a very strong kind of tailored hand with the music, which I thought. Yes. Um, which, for me, my little self, I mean, I think all of us, in, in you know, graduated from high school. Yeah. Um, or like yes like talk about it show us right it just was inspiring it's yeah
2: yeah you're so right because that album had so much personality and i think that that was what was missing in the pop landscape even mm. with her first single dirty which people were very upset. I think there's been a lot of revisionist history, but that song caused a commotion. Because <laughs> remember she had the assless chaps on. Yo. And she had, you know, the black streaks in her hair. And it looked like she was inside of like she looked an dirty. orgy she or looked Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. It was just it was a big deal. But it was so different from what everybody else was doing. Um what are some of your favorite songs from uh stripped Delon?
1: Oh gosh. Um, I think Fighter is my cut. Fighter is
2: that I, that I, mm, mm, mm,
1: mm, I remember being in my room, oh my tiny room, like singing the hell out of that song. Dirty, obviously, uh, right? Yeah. Um, I mean,
2: and who could forget beautiful, co uh, written by or written by Linda Perry um Instant classic won a Grammy. Do you know uh what Linda Perry's like? Big hit was.
1: Oh my gosh! Was that? Oh god, no. And wait, wait, I
2: wait. said, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said,
1: I say, hey. <laughs> impressions—they're fucking great. They're fucking great. Wait, was, was that their her big singing ass that?
2: floppy hat? her floppy ass hat yeah she was in um oh my god i can't remember the name what was the name of this group it's okay wait the name of her Uh, why does third eye blind that's not it no that's definitely a group oh the name of linda perry's group was four non-blondes
1: wait three what did i say three of something blind
2: you said three (laughs) third eye blind Wait, you wait. were you were in the ballpark.
1: Listen, third eye blind for non-blondes. Is that what it's called?
2: Yeah. I mean, and also like, look at the irony of Christina breaking out from the blondes with Linda Perry, who was decidedly a non-blonde. I right, mean, there's right. kind of a little, there's a little woo-woo going on in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, I've lived in California for three years. So now I'm like into woo. Uh, but, so yeah, I agree. I agree that beautiful. I mean, again, her voice is just so freaking good, and the song has such emotion. And it, and it was like an LGBTQ like music video with all these different queer couples and like body positivity, and like there was just so much happening in that video that, for that time period, felt like a really big deal.
1: Was was the music video for? For beautiful, was that when it was like a beauty contest, and and
2: no, in beautiful there was just like a lot of different like beauty shots of people of different backgrounds. I see. Okay, um, okay. Okay. And 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 Christina's in the video too, but she's like, you know, at the beginning she's like, "Don't look at me." Oh <laughs> God! She's that. like, she's
1: <laughs> wait, <laughs> she's that, like that part was dumb. Let's let's be honest. That part was dumb. don't look at me. They're
2: like, I li- I I liked it. <laughs>
1: Wait, but <laughs> my only argument there is like, every, you want us to look at you. Everyone wants it. You're right,
2: girl. You're shooting a music video. You're like, a shut music up.
1: video. <laughs> bitch. What are you talking about? Wasn't there some weird, some interesting quotes that she had about about the album too? That about dirty specifically when she got all that that oh. clap back.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, she was really about embracing her sexuality. And she said, I came out with dirty. It was my fuck it moment. And it was defiance of the squeaky clean image that pop stars had to maintain at the time. This was me stepping up and saying I was a woman who's proud of my sexuality. And I think this quote is important because we see this throughout Christina's career, this idea of I'm not like the other girls. I'm sexy. I fuck. I mean, you know, meanwhile, Britney was like, I'm a virgin, right? There was this whole question about Britney's virginity. And Jessica Simpson was like, I'm a Christian, no sex before marriage. And um, Christina was like, let's go in a basement and do it.
0: (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.
1: I love the contextualization of the the image of Britney, though, because I really hadn't thought about that. I mean, obviously, the schoolgirl thing works, but, like, it was that virgin thing. But I'm also, like, the shorts, the skirt's really short. So it's it's subliminal sex. Not even subliminal. It's, like, Mm -hmm. it's promoting sex, but it's saying I'm not, you know, and and Jessica Simpson being Christian. That's really interesting. And that's why she got so much flack, Christina, because she was like, no, no. I I do have sex. I do want sex. I desire. I have desires, right? I'm in full Mm -hmm. control of my body and what I want, um, which the other girls.
2: You're right. And it's wild to think that at that time, which was not that long ago, you know, I know that we like to joke that we're old, but 20 years ago. It was supposedly revolutionary for a woman, a young woman, to say, I'm sexual, I like my body, I'm hot. I mean, today, that seems like pretty passe. But you're correct. At that time, she was being positioned against other pop stars. And I would also argue, coming from the Mickey Mouse Club, that was also probably part of her desire to be like, I'm not a child anymore. I'm not... The girl that you knew from Disney, like I am a hoe in the streets. I can do the splits. I can bust a wide open. You know what I mean? Oh,
1: bust a wide open though. <laughs> bust it wide open though. I'm not mad. Listen, dirty for me, like if you ain't dirty, you ain't here to party. Listen, let's move, right, ladies. Move you know? mm-hmm. that. Like you said earlier, it put her on the map for me definitely, and it's arguably the bop of that era. But after that, I have to be honest, everything else is hazy. Like everything okay,
2: else, you're, I'm sorry. Like, I I have I have to put my foot down here because Back to Basics came out. Like, I know this is a podcast, but if you could see Delon's face right now, you look dis- you look disgusted. The head is cogged. You you are not here for it. But I'm sorry. Back to Basics was. There were some good songs on that album. It was a little unfocused. It was a two-disc CD. A little unfocused. I don't think. It, Why, was it
1: it Why was it two discs? Why was it two discs? Wait, name. I want you to give me that five songs on that. Five top top five songs on that. <laughs> she can't. She's she can't.
2: Okay, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. I can name. I can name like three. I can name. Ain't no other man. Hurt. Candyman. Oh, Candyman. Hey. Hey. Oh, oh there's another like yeah i can't i can't name anything else
1: it, i do remember candy man i do remember this
2: album God. and i will admit like it was a conceptual album and i think that that was part of why it didn't work like i love ain't no other man but like the longevity of like da. i'm snapping my fingers i'm doing the charleston like nobody wants to fucking listen to that at a club
1: yeah, like, I like we were all confused about the theme. Like, the 50s mm-hmm. throwback, boogie-woogie, swing, follow Stripped. Like, I was just so confused yeah. about that. Stripped had this, like, kind of rock, you know, go, yeah. like, full into Perry, right? Go fucking yeah. rock. And, like, I don't know. Like, it just didn't seem like a, an, a pivot that made sense for her.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I gave her credit for taking a risk. You're right. Like, it didn't feel like a natural transition after stripped it felt kind of like out of the blue
1: and, and didn't feel on brand it actually feels like it was a reversion back back right to what she was doing mm-hmm. before to like the clean um put together and maybe it was a response to all the flak she got for stripped and for dirty in particular but like yo take a note out of madonna's but i guess madonna did like re- continues to reinvent herself throughout every album but you know madonna never cared she was like let's do it you know
2: Yeah, I mean, and obviously, while the album, you know, got fans and got radio play, it was not arguably not as successful as her previous albums. Um, And to your point from there, it just kind of like spiraled downwards. She had Bionic in 2010, which was described as R&B future pop. It was a flop, and I think oftentimes it was just compared to Lady Gaga at the time because Gaga was also doing this this very futuristic, another blonde, another you know woman who can really sing, and the industry loves to pit women against each other. And so, to make matters worse, Christina was throwing shade at Gaga. She said something like, "I don't know who she is." Which is like, why do these divas always do that?
1: They always pretend not to know know what's happening in the landscape. Well, girl, we know you know she is.
2: But also, like it's such, it's so short sighted because, like, look at Gaga now, right? Like, it's really easy when a first album comes out to go, I don't know her, but like now she's been here for multiple years and has an Oscar. Like, we all know who she is now. <laughs> like, it would have been smart. Right. Maybe y'all should work together or something.
1: Right, and and you know, no one's really talking about Christina, but Delana Francesca.
2: Right, exactly So then she had Lotus in 2012 Liberation in 2008 um, She had another Spanish album In t- um, 2022 um, She's also done A number of collaborations Like Say Something with Great Big World Which I don't know that, is that a I don't know man? who that is I don't know who those people are <laughs> um, But <laughs>
1: wait, wait, we just talked about saying, I don't know her I, said, I don't know her <laughs>
2: And listen, and I'm sure, listen, and that's not to say Clearly if Christina likes them They are somebody, and it was a good song it, it, You know, it did very well I heard it all of the time um, But I was not familiar with Great Big World um, It's a small world after all it, You know, but maybe somebody knows who they are um, And then she had Moves Like Jagger With her voice co-star Adam Levine In 2011 And do you like what are your thoughts on that song
1: well i mean she she's really singing it right does she sing like does she have a verse or she's on the bridge
2: she i mean and i mean look this is the fact that you don't know i, I think mean, it's speaks the volumes point. Yep. because you remember the adam levine she's like in the background going yeah yeah like and it goes like it sounds like Wait. she's in the other room It sounds like Adam Levine Was in the studio And she was like next door And she was just like Let me throw. I'm dying!
1: I'm dying <laughs> They like cracked the window
2: <laughs> But she has She does have a bridge But like It just It's just not memorable
1: I know Well I mean the song is a bop though I do remember like dancing to that you know my, my however what year every year it came out 2001 my like 20 some year old self was like jamming to this song but to your point mm-hmm. or to the point i just don't remember her on it like if you had told me irrespective of this topic that christine aguilera had a duet with Blue room five i'd be like what song is that i, I would not it also
2: that. just it also just didn't feel like their voices didn't really match. Like, it just, to your earlier point about her moving away from the rock style, if she had done that right after Stripped, maybe I could have seen that making sense. But it really just felt like, oh, we're both on the voice. We should do a song together. But it just didn't sound her voice is so big and like adam levine he like knows his lane he's doing like you know the falsetto and the whatever but like like christina's yeah it's just like christina is is overpowering him which i think is why they had her record so far away (laughs) (laughs) she just it's like she's not (laughs)
1: in the <laughs> they put her in the back of the studio they're said, like, turn her down please they were like she's like why is the mic so far they're like girl we got you. We can hear you don't don't worry don't worry we Wait, can pick you up unrelated as you would say um weren't you starring in a
2: maroon 5 video at some point oh my god yes i i was in the girls like you maroon 5 video music video that song is burned into my head oh because you heard it so many um, times oh my god we had to hear it a million times i had to listen to it a million times because they wanted us to lip sync to oh, it Oh shoot! and then when we recorded the video uh we just had to do it over and over and over again uh fun fact there is a take of me holding hands with adam levine um, didn't make it didn't make it to the they were like oh this is too hot oh my god <laughs> we gotta take this out <laughs> we gotta take this
1: out <laughs> they were like not this jungle fever no no no
2: <laughs> <laughs> they were like if the whites didn't like her before they're gonna be really mad they're gonna be really mad now
1: they're gonna be <laughs> friends if you if you don't want to listen to the whole song I will help you fast forward to 2.10 time marker and you will see our girlfriend oh. Chester starring oh
2: my god, not you looking it up. I'm I'm flipping my non existent hair. Oh, and this um, is when you
1: had your beautiful long locks too. By
2: the yeah, mind. I I was it was a totally different era.
1: Back to Christina, yeah. So she also dabbled in some film and television. Burlesque, co-starring Cher happened in twenty ten. That was a mm-hmm. flop. A flop. Um, unfortunately it was a flop. It was kind of giving, you know, um what's that that other sexy kind of burlesque movie? Um, oh, uh, showgirls! It's giving showgirls, but it's better than okay, showgirls. okay, it's okay, yeah,
2: showgirls. okay, do, okay. Do not, it's not, it's not showgirls. I will say. I, I watched the movie later, like, long after it came out. And I was surprised. Like, I didn't think she was bad. Like, I, I didn't think she was amazing. But I thought she did a passable job. Like, I, I'm surprised it didn't do very well.
1: Listen, I, I rewatched it because it, it's on, it came out on Netflix March 1st. So if you, if it's still up there, you guys can watch it as well. Um, and I was like, I'm watching this. I, mean, I hate watching this. I, I'm expecting it. My, my, my expectations are in the basement. You know what? absolutely right you're so right she did a passable job she having they did a really good job of like having her like sing obviously Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. everyone in the scene work everyone talks around her and she's like trying to butt in a lot so like Mm -hmm. and they made her look stunning um Mm -hmm. they you know sold her little body which was great Mm -hmm, um no she mm -hmm. does a really really good job and i mean obviously she's a performer and dancer but she does like a killer job with the dancing too so i was very impressed
0: yeah,
2: um, it was it it was decent. My favorite part of that movie is like the earlier half. No one knows she can sing, and she's like all quiet and shy and like lip syncing to songs, you know, in the burlesque show. And her adversary pulls the plug during one of her performances to like, I'm gonna set her up. Mm-hmm. And Christina's like looking all scared and like, What am I gonna do? And Cher's like, pull down the curtain, we gotta move on. And and Christina's like, <laughs> No, everyone's like oh my god she could sing it's i mean it's just it's so campy and ridiculous but like i just love it it made me laugh so hard
1: it's so good it's it's such a dramatic moment but like it's everything you're waiting for in the film um, mm-hmm. um but i do i did want them to have like a really cool duet together in the film mm. that they didn't
2: which... oh no way i don't you know what I, it's been so long since i watched it that seems like such a huge missed opportunity. Doesn't, doesn't
1: it? Because Cher has her moment. Christina sings most of the film, but like Cher has her moment and you just I just want them to have like a a, a women like moment together to be like, yeah, we've done it or whatever, you know, but it's yeah. just like a total misopportunity.
2: Side note, I have to do my share. Here could, turn down, <laughs> if I could find a
0: way. <laughs>
1: I just fell out. I just fell all the way out. Here's the thing, even if they're not like someone could argue that they're like not amazing, but they're so good to me cuz I can't do them. They're so good, and it's also the way you set it up. <laughs> pick the best part and it's so fucking good yeah don't
2: ask don't ask me to do like Cher singing anything else I can sing like literally three sentences and (laughs) and and also on the pod you can't see that I'm doing the mouth you know Cher does like a a long squished mouth, and she kind of like, oh, Do you believe love, love, love? a <laughs> Wait, Fred is
1: also waving her head and yeah. has her hands up.
2: Yeah, you, ha- you have to. I can or something. And she's got the hair going now. You know. hair. Yeah, you have to like move the long hair. You know, it's um, this is called a method, you know, method physi- acting. Yeah. Physicality.
1: Yes. Christina was also a judge on The Voice from 2011. 11 to 2016
2: did you ever watch the voice no i couldn't get into it me
1: either um she was also on that with adam levine and all the other folks um mm-hmm. is she guest starred on nashville a show i've never watched See, no, Sorry, i loved
2: that dumb show i
1: loved you it watch, it's okay a soap opera isn't it
2: it's bad it's bad i i don't know why i like bad music shows but to be fair so do you we also watched oh. smash I was, like, I was like the attack, don't act, the attack. Don't, don't act like you didn't watch Smash We watched every freaking episode I
1: watched all of Smash top to toe But you were like, but you too I was like, don't try, <laughs> try to drag me down with you No, I love some Smash I mean, we should also have an episode about that Because Smash Yeah.
2: Oh, oh, we're going to We are definitely going to talk about that
1: um, And she appeared in Pitch Perfect 2 Did you watch that?
2: No, I, I mean, I did watch the movie But I don't remember her being in it So, you know, we talked about burlesque and it flopping, um, but I'm curious if you have any other reflections, get it, on Christina's career, Um, because she's done a lot of different things, again, in addition to these musical ventures, Um, but I'm curious if you have any thoughts about why, you know, this conversation is happening on our podcast, what went right and what went wrong, for example.
1: You know, I guess my big overarching thing about Christina is that I always feel like she's singing like she has to prove something. Mm. And like, we know you have a good voice. Look, Christina, come here. Come on, talk to me um, quick. <laughs> we know you have a good voice. The talent is there. Obviously, you wouldn't be a star if you're not. But it's like, she does, she has to do so much riffing, so much acrobatics. I will say yeah. this one more thing about burlesque, though. In burlesque, she sings a song that is so light. There's no Ugh. growling. There's no riffing. It's so sweet. And I was like, that's the first time I've ever heard her do that. And it's
2: beautiful. She has one of those on Back to Basics and it's called Hurt. And it is beautiful. It's really light. It's her head voice. And to your point, we don't ever get to hear her do that. And so that's partly why it's successful because it feels different, you right. know? And and I think you're right. She's always been trying to prove to us that she has this voice and I think that because of that, she kind of lost her musical identity. Think, because instead yeah. of focusing on what she's good at and and what she really um, wants to put out into the world, it has always kind of felt like you. It, it has that energy of like you never believed in me, so yes. now I'm going to show you. Yes, you know, and 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 like. It's funny because she was named the diva when she was on Mickey Mouse Club, and that comes through in a lot of her music, this, like, I'm better, like, and and she does it in her interviews, too. Like, she kind of has this reputation of being a little shady and a little catty, and I would also add that I've long had a theory that if your voice is too good, it's almost more difficult for you to succeed as a pop star. It doesn't, it's not that it doesn't happen, but... People want songs they can sing along to, and and it's really hard to sing along to someone going. well.
1: you can't do like, it, right?
2: And, and like you know, I can do it, but like not all. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, you are, get out, get out, get off of the microphone, get out of here!
2: <laughs> oh my god, I was such a bitch. Um, now listen, my voice is nothing like hers. No, but I, most I, people cannot keep up with her i agree with you i'm just
1: adding like i feel like this about not in the same exact way but just about jennifer hudson jennifer Mm -hmm. hudson's voice is so big that Mm -hmm. like i mean she her like what does she do album wise like she sings but like i don't we don't like um i don't like uh living under your spotlight that was her only oh yeah and that was a cute song it was cute it was cute that's the only one
2: But you know what? By contrast, somebody like Beyoncé, who has a fantastic voice, she does a lot of songs where she's like, -um -um and I'm talking to you like this, and you can sing along, and I'm kind of rap talking, and then she'll do like a big thing. You know what I mean? Like she she picks her moments when she's going to show off her vocal abilities right um and she gives you ballads but then she gives you rap pop she gives you to the left to the left she gives you stuff that like everybody can be like yep got it i'm singing along
1: i know where the left is i know where the right is yep
2: (laughs) (laughs) she's speaking my life (laughs) um
1: (laughs) i have those body uh, parts wait what what are your reflections on christina you know
2: It makes me sad that she has always been in Britney's shadow, and I was thinking about the fact that when that VMA kiss with Madonna and Britney happened, Christina was there. (gasps) Christina, Christina kissed Madonna. Also, and and nobody, no, like even when you go back and watch it, it's so sad because you can see Christina like Christina kisses Madonna first, and then she watches Madonna and Britney kiss and it's almost like you can see Christina going, Motherfuck, I should have kissed second. I should have ah, once, <laughs> once again. Once again. i
1: away. And silent when Christina I, kissed her and then everyone screamed no, when did it.
2: Literally everyone was like Brittany kissed Madonna. And it's like, oh my God, like once again. And 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 I felt like that was a moment of christina kind of um extending an olive branch to to britney as like look we're gonna do this together like we've been pit against each other for so long and and i don't think that they had bad blood ever but that was the narrative at the time of like britney versus christina so them doing this together i think they even presented an award together at the vmas it was really it was really like look we're we're on the same team um and even with all of that she was still outshadowed and and Um, I just, that, I thought that was so funny, but also really sad. Do
1: you think that like the reality moment was a little bit of a step back for her?
2: Yeah, I do. I, I feel like it's interesting because I definitely don't think reality TV shows have the same negative connotation that they did to start. For sure. Um, I think now. You know, like um, Ariana Grande was a a host on The Voice. Right. And, like, she's a a pretty big, successful pop star. But in my mind, I think of reality TV as something that you do when your kids have gone off to college and you maybe put out a Greatest Hits album. And you're like, you know what? Let me just record a reality show, like, on the side. It doesn't feel – it just feels like a step backwards. Yeah. And it doesn't feel – again, sorry to bring up Beyonce, but, like, Beyonce not doing a reality show, right? No. Like, like a, an artist who is, like, super successful, and and, and it just doesn't feel expensive. Oh, like, ha ha. Do you know what I mean?
1: I do, but I also, I also feel like Beyonce is, like, Beyonce's also, like, not stepping up to a mic to talk anymore.
2: Ooh, okay, fair, fair. Fair, fair, fair. But, again, some of that uh not lifting the veil, not letting us know what her personal inner workings of her thoughts are. Like all of that maintains this air of mystery about her. And I, I miss that about celebrities. Some of y'all, I wish someone would change your Twitter password, like get you off Instagram. Like I don't, I don't want to know. And I think a reality show in Christina's instance, because she had had so many albums that just aren't memorable and weren't doing well there's something about reality that feels kind of desperate and i don't i, hear you on I don't that. know and that's I'll, right
1: along the same lines i would say like the you know i know christina has had some like endorsements and products and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and i i tend to when i see celebrities do that a lot i start to think oh we're, i mean everyone's out here for a coin we're we live in a capitalist society i'm a full-on capitalist give me the money right the check okay right but when you start to see a celebrity doing a lot of that, you're like, okay, like, are, are you, what's happening, right? You either yeah. trying to keep yourself out there, or it's about the coin, but like, if you're, if you're peddling products and stuff, all over the place.
2: Well, and it, It has to feel like the right product though. You know, like to your point about these brand deals and endorsements, Christina is now one of the co-founders of a sexual intimacy brand called Playground. And they they make a water-based lube for women. Um, And, you know, I just when I think about lube, I don't want to think about Christina (laughs) Hagel. You are literally about to get when down. You, when you're trying to slide it in, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that, that's the sound without the lube. And so you. <laughs> Not right, us well, writing the commercial. Wait,
1: that's the commercial totally. Well, guaranteed to make you sound like Christina. <laughs> 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 Dead.
2: Dead. Uh, that is so funny. Well, again, Christina Aguilera, because, you know, in the past, she's been about her sexuality. In the press release, she says, women's sexual health is something I could talk about for days. It's been a vital part of the messaging of my career. And I've always wanted to empower women to feel safe enough to open up, mm-hmm. spread those okay, legs, girl. share the stories, and talk about it. Every vagina not, is not different. Every vagina, <laughs> is,
1: different. <Not> every vagina <laughs> is different. Listen, Georgia like... O'Keefe said every vagina is a beautiful, beautiful flower. Oh, oh my,
2: that oh is my so god, that's so funny. Yeah, she's also one of the celeb partners for Zeomen along with Tana Taylor and Joe Jonas. And this is like in the world of Botox. It's like a, it, it is an injectable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have mixed feelings about this. On the one hand, I do think it's interesting because celebrities normally don't talk about their cosmetic procedures. They're just like, I have lips now. And you're like, girl, you did not always have lips. Okay. Um. So on the one hand, like if you're gonna get injectables you might as well get paid for it and it is cool that a male celebrity joe jonas is also doing it um
1: which is rare to see right
2: very weird very weird but i'm cool that he's doing it but again it doesn't feel expensive and it doesn't feel like it fits her brand to me
1: well, and and I, I mean, it just you think makes me think of all of those like supermodels from the '90s, Cindy Crawford, Christy Brinkley, who are now doing these infomercial, like topical, you know, um,
2: uh, serums, serums and gym stuff
1: to fix your your crow's feet and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem, and I guess, like you said, with Tiana Taylor and Joe Jonas by her side, I guess it makes sense. But I'm just like, doesn't like you said, it's not on brand, and it also feels a little thirsty it feels like a little like a money grab to me you know what i mean
2: yeah and to your point about the 90s supermodels those are women who've had very long careers and were like very young and they're still beautiful but they were very young when they came out in their careers and now they're at an age where it feels like it makes sense to push a youthful serum or gym equipment and like christina's our age and she's like 41 42 it's like again no shade to getting injectables but considering all of her talents and her brand which feels a little sexier and a little just more again like her talent is just so undeniable it feels weird to do something that is connected to beauty and aging it just doesn't it doesn't feel authentic to me
1: authentic authentic is the word one thing i will say though like just going back through the episode and like the history we, we, we kind of laid out there she hasn't i mean there was stripped and then like all these other albums you know, ain't no other man what was that album called back to basics back to basics <laughs> eh. but after that like the none of the albums were like landed right like the, the records sales mm-hmm. were not there and i mean mm-hmm. it's, one could argue that records are no longer cds no longer being purchased but to like she had to supplement that with something, right? If they're if we're not mm-hmm. buying her albums, she's like, let me use the celebrity another way, and I'm not mad at that, right? Um Yeah. Well, Christina Aguilera, let me fix it.
2: Let me let me fix uh-uh. it. Uh-uh. Let, let me. me fix it. Yeah, this is the point where now we've done the backstory. Let's look forward and figure out how we would pitch to potentially fix Christina's career. Delon, you should go first.
1: Okay. I don't understand why Christina Aguilera is not licensing music equipment. I'm talking about like a mm. home karaoke machine. You know those like little mics? Fran bought me a microphone that's like an at-home karaoke machine that oh, you it's God. wireless that you just like plug into a USB and I think it actually can even click up to like a karaoke thing and play the music through it yeah. as well. Why yeah. isn't there like a Christina Aguilera karaoke mic, right? Like, like it makes you sound like Christina Aguilera. Let's
2: Oh, my God. Because you know how they have those mics, too, where you can put, like, an effect on your voice? Yes. To your point, it would be, like, the big, booming reverb that you could add to give you the, "Ah!" like, (laughs) you know, now they have on TikTok all those filters that make your voice sound different. They could totally put an AI filter on one of those little karaoke mics so you could sound like Christina. That is genius and to your point earlier it feels authentic to her brand you are a singer give us something musical i would love remember those little karaoke spots in new york that we would go to where it's like a little booth and you could sing along and stuff i would love a concept space like that for christina aguilera where you could get on stage and you could sing a bunch of christina songs and there's like a backing track and maybe there's like you know, a built-in thing where they could take clips for your Instagram or for your TikTok. Yes. you Lip-syncing to Christina or singing along to her. Um, and, you know, they would have all of the other hits from the era, but Christina Aguilera would be, it would be, like, brought to you by Christina Aguilera. It's like a new, like, hard rock cafe or
1: something. Ooh, and, you know, what? I'll even add on to that. Make it a pop-up shop, right? It's a pop-up k- karaoke thing that Christina, will you know you can go to different cities and so on and so forth and like yeah you can add a competition element to it it's just a karaoke competition yeah
2: we like fuck the voice fuck know? the voice it's christina's voice Ready? that's you know what i mean like yes. yeah i i think that's really cute we also talked about you know everybody's doing makeup now and rihanna really like blew all young motherfuckers away rihanna was like i'm doing this she she like she really got there first but christina was so well known for that red lip she should have done a red lip like a just just red just a line of reds especially because there's like a certain red that looks good on black girls there's a certain red that looks good on olivey skin oh, there's the a certain morning, no, red that's that. yeah we can't all wear that same brick red like depending on what your undertones are are you more golden tones um, are you more warm? Are you more cool tones? And just a signature line of Christina Reds? I feel like that would have been so smart.
1: And it's called Extina, right? Mm-hmm. That that, that right I love there. that. I, I will also add on to that wigs like now i mean i feel like wigs used to be like a little a little like taboo to wear mm-hmm, back in the day mm-hmm. but now like everyone is wearing a wig even if you don't need a wig they are wearing wigs my sisters and my mom have multiple wigs lace front beautiful mm-hmm. wigs why isn't christina have like a like like you said like variation on the blonde right or tracks mm-hmm. like everybody yes, wears yes extensions.
2: extensions yeah Excuse because me. remember remember in um in lady marmalade she had like that big curly Mm -hmm. blonde with like little pieces and clips and stuff like i could have seen her doing little clip-in extensions or even when she did dirty she had like the black strips in her hair like sell those right like that that feels like it would have been really smart
1: yeah my other thing about how i would love to fix her is like why and i I will say this caveat, this is coming. This is this is the making of her life is coming. But like a very behind the music, like a doc about Christina. we had Beyonce do one. Um, I'm sure other people have done one. I want to know, like aggregate it mm-hmm. and have her sit down on the couch and tell us beat for beat what happened to her. Like I will go to pay for that in the theater or no, I don't yeah, think there's a theater anymore. But
2: I, I think that's a good idea, especially because you know, when you think about the Beyonce documentary or Lizzo, Lizzo or, um, or Lady Gaga, like these are personalities. And I have to say, I don't really know much about Christina's personality beyond the diva label. A documentary is a great opportunity to see like the softer, realer side. And to your point, to get the true story behind the moments that we remember, like talk to us about auditioning for star search and, and being on Mickey mouse club, which actually leads into my fix. Mm. My pitch is that Christina do Broadway. And I know you're going to roll your eyes as a, as a Broadway performer yourself, but if Bruce Springsteen can have a residency, so can Christina. And I want it to be personal stories, like a one woman show review of her life and career, have some multimedia have some never-before-seen clips of her as a child, you know, playing on a big screen. Ooh. Again, have that have that star search uh, moment, and then she would talk about it. You know, it's just her and a piano to your mm-hmm. thing about, you know, she's always doing these so, so big. Let's get some jazzy, stripped-down covers or renditions of her hit songs, and then she can talk about, you know, when I was writing this and me and linda perry we were in the studio when we were talking about x y and z and she could really again just give us insight into who she is look at adele and her vegas residency right it's been hugely successful despite all of the setbacks and you don't have they actually ended up doing that did they they did do it and here's the thing What a lot of what a lot of these residencies are doing, I believe this is what Adele is doing, is she's not there every night of the week. She's only there a few nights. And then she goes back to her home. Like Christina wow. could do a limited, a limited run on Broadway. Um, the same way, you know, we've got all these different celebrities that go and do Chicago. Brandy yeah. did Chicago. And <laughs>
1: I know, I'm, I know sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, just, the, I, the disdain I have. The
2: disdain. I know, but listen, I'm thinking about the fact that when she did burlesque again, she wasn't amazing as an actress. I think she was passable, but she had enough of a presence that I think with a little more training and a little just more on the job experience, she could do it. We know she can dance. We know she can sing. um a burlesque version or a Broadway version of burlesque. Let us see Christina on stage. Like I I, I just think she could handle it. And again, it feels like one, expensive because it's Broadway. It's exclusive. Not everybody can go. The tickets, the tickets are expensive. It's flashy. Celebrities will come. You could do a big press tour. It feels elevated in a way that hosting a reality show does not.
1: Well, listen, as as somebody who's (laughs) like, ready, hair flip, been on Broadway, but as somebody who like is a theater performer, like this is my bread and butter, I feel like what happens a lot of times in the commercial capitalistic nature of Broadway, we bring in these stars to save shows and or there are a lot of times where like some of these shows, Broadway shows won't get made without a star. At the same time, I'll contradict myself in saying like when these stars do come in like a Hugh Jackman. Or Sutton Foster was another Broadway star. When they do come in, they provide a lot of jobs for people, right? Because there's some, people yeah. have to fill out the cast. So I will say that's where my prejudice comes from. I just want my eyes to be like, oh God, it always a star. Meanwhile, I have I have two degrees in this shit, and like you can be and regular and just like trip over and be like, no, I'm going to do Broadway. But
0: you're right.
2: <laughs> but I would rather them give the Broadway opportunity to someone who can actually sing versus somebody who's like, this would be fun. I've always wanted to try this, and they can't actually because look, you know, seven, eight, nine shows a week is no joke. It that's, that's really freaking currently hard. like
1: it is. <laughs> because I am doing right. a show right. Six shows a week that just opened.
2: <laughs> right. So not everybody can hack it, right? So you are correct. It should not just be handed to anybody. But I would argue that Christina could handle it, and she doesn't need to do eight or nine shows a week. She could do a limited run for a month. They could do a screen capture and do it on Apple, do it on well, Netflix.
1: This is the thing I was going to say about my idea about doing like a doc about her. Like, I don't know if you watched the Pamela Anderson doc; it's worth your time. But the end of her, I'm ruining it for you. Spoiler alert! Stop it if you don't want to listen to this. Is she goes. She'd had a Broadway residency in Chicago. Oh yeah, right?
2: she did Chicago. So like, yes.
1: Do kind of like a whole doc about her life the making and, of and ending mm-hmm. with that this you know solo show that you're talking about right i think that yeah. would be really smart like to have them kind of um, now i'm directing it right to have them play parallel it's a couch moment yeah but you also see her rehearsing and getting ready for the show so it's kind of like all yeah. intertwined and then the end of the whole doc you don't see the show you have to go to see yeah, the show.
2: You, have, you have to go see it yeah i mean that it is a really reliable format that's what gaga did with her documentary it was her getting ready for the super bowl that's what beyonce did her getting ready for coachella that's
1: right yeah
2: jennifer lopez also did the same thing getting ready for um super bowl taylor swift was getting ready to go on her like world tour i mean it it, it makes sense it's very right. smart um And I also really like that both of our fixes are kind of related to each other. There's the the stage version, there's the the film documentary version, but they all are about putting the focus back on Christina's talent and showing it in a new forward thinking way. Um, So now it is time for everyone's favorite segment, the glow up, where we highlight someone or something that has turned the ship around and they didn't even need input from Delon and I. Um <laughs> you did it no, on your own girl. You're going to get it anyway. We're giving you your props. Um on theme of musicians, I'm going to say my glow up goes to Mandy Moore. She was one of those Britney clones in the 2000s and now a lot of people I don't even think remember that she did music because she is an Emmy nominated and SAG award winning actress. Um For a show I've never watched, This Is Us. Um, I I hear she's great on it. I don't want... Listen, anytime I hear about This Is Us, people are like, I'm crying. I'm like, I don't want to cry. I I cry enough on my own. Already. I don't want to cry for fun. I don't want to cry for fun. I hear she's fantastic on it. Um, But I remember Mandy as, I'm missing you like candy. (laughs) Also, what does that mean? You, like, you... <laughs> you I miss mean, all those songs them like were, candy. Like, all those songs were like, so what
1: euphemistic. Is... I'm missing the like candy meaning like I want to suck on some candy. That's where my mind went.
2: Oop. Oh no no no! See, I didn't think. I was like, girl, you gotta watch your sugar. What are you talking about? Sugar. Like, are I... you like it? You know, it makes me think of. It makes me think of like after Halloween, your parents would take the candy and they'd be like, "Uh, uh-uh, you're not gonna eat all of this. You can have two or three pieces." And I'm gonna put this up <laughs> on this shelf. And you would be eating Halloween candy for like a month.
1: Literally. My mom would be like, yeah, I'm just tasting to make sure it's not poison. Yeah. <laughs> eating half of my Halloween candy. So my glow up, my glow up would mm-hmm. be um, in, in the Venn diagram of Christine Aguilera is I'm going to give it to Britney Spears. Why? Mm. Because listen, we I know what you're thinking. Britney got free. We freed Britney. And, and we're watching Britney spin around in her panties on Instagram. But listen. We are, she's allowed to have her money and spin around yes. her panties on Instagram. So live your life, girl. She was under the microscope for so long. If
2: anybody deserves to be half naked on Instagram, it's Brittany. She needs to do it on her own terms and her own time, and and make her own money from it. Versus, you know, her whole family was getting a check off of that poor girl, and she had no control over her life and career. She basically said, "Ama." <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. I mean literally. She was, she was. Everyone was yeah. on her payroll.
2: Oh my god, yes! Yeah. So shout out to Britney Spears. We're so glad, girl, that you are her. in a place. Yeah, listen, I am happy for her. I'm ready. I did uh, hear that she wrote a book. She finished oh. writing a book. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be coming out in the near future. You know, she got a pretty really? penny for that deal. She sure did. Um, so, in the world of the glow up. Brittany is going to get to tell her own story on her own terms, and I will be seated. Maybe I'll get the audiobook, but I will check it out.
1: My jaw is on the ground. I'm already, <laughs> my, my head is spinning. I cannot wait to read this book, and I don't really read like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said I'm going to get the audible, um, the audio, the audiobook version. Um, well, listen, everyone, that is our show. Let me fix it. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to keep up with the latest episodes of our show by subscribing wherever you get your favorite podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, head over to your favorite app and give us a rating.
1: You can also follow us on Instagram at fixitpod. So shoot us a DM and leave us a comment and let us know what you thought.
2: Yeah, let us know what things you think we should be fixing. And let us know what you thought about the fixes for Christina Aguilera's career in this episode what would you like to see her do in the future um let us know because uh this is not a one-way conversation folks you are part of our community and we appreciate you for listening so uh we'll talk to you next episode Bye. bye